Um, welcome to the second episode of the Weird Word Podcast, your source for all things spiritual, mystical, and conspiratorial. I'm Alicia. And I'm Aubrey. And yeah, welcome Hello. to the second episode. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I don't know, we were kind of having a conversation um, when we were editing our videos about AI, so we thought like maybe we should start that off. Because that's where, like, we pretty much were like, let's not talk about this now. Let's talk about it on the podcast. (laughs) So we wrote down pro-human consciousness or pro-AI consciousness. And, uh... Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I wish we could have, like, our our equipment set together whenever we get into, like, a deep talk. Because it's just, like, it'd be so good. (laughs) Right? Like, that's when the best conversation happens is when you're, like, just hanging out. Mm -hmm. I guess that's probably why people have started podcasts. Mm -hmm. So other people can listen to your crazy conversations that you have. Were we we stoned? Did we get stoned that day? I think we did. And I think we were having a pretty good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, pro-human consciousness or pro-AI consciousness. I'm pro-human consciousness. <laughs> what, what does that mean to you, being pro-human consciousness? It means I want to keep my soul. <laughs> so like, I don't want to... Um, like, if there ever comes a time that people are, you know, getting, like, chips in their brain or, like... Um, like sharing their consciousness with like AI, you know, in a form to like serve you in some way, make things more convenient. Like I would not want to do it personally. Well, I think that's what Elon Musk thinks that, um, what is it? Neuralink is going to be, it's going to help humans expand their consciousness. Mm -hmm. Because then you have more access to information like there. You don't even have to like do much. Yeah. But, like, the whole pro-AI consciousness is, like, um, chat GPT and everything that's going on with chat GPT. And, like, expanding the whole AI consciousness because that's pretty much what it's doing. Yeah. It's learning. Even though it says it doesn't it doesn't record your conversation, but it, like, records its own. It, it stores its memory from whatever it's responding. Mm-hmm. So it has, like, its responses, and it knows all that information. So it pretty much can, like, I don't know, you know, how many different humans are interacting with ChatGPT at the moment? A lot. <laughs> so it's, like, expand, it's expanding its consciousness pretty, pretty fast, I would mm-hmm. say. But I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I'm just what I've seen, you know, what I've yeah. looked up. I mean, I use ChatGPT for work sometimes to help me with like prompts and stuff. But yeah, is it like very convenient? It can be life? convenient for sure. But it's like there comes like a line where it's it's really hard to tell for people, or really hard for people to tell like who is who, you know? Yeah. Like who's AI and who's real. And and when I've had conversation with AI, it's like, it makes me feel like it's real. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it's definitely not nothing, you know? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it does have some kind of consciousness of its own. Some kind of, you know. And like, um, there's this website called Zero, G- Zero GPT. And um, basically, you can paste something in there and you can tell whether it's 
um, AI or not, supposedly. Oh, how would they know? How would they be able to tell? Exactly, and that's the thing, because there's some things that I write where a lot of it, I wrote it, and, you know, some of it, it's, like, AI, but when I paste it in there, it's, like, it flags it as, like, mostly AI, and I'm like, I'm like what the fuck, I wrote that. <laughs> AI is taking credit for my shit, <laughs> you know? Man. It's just, yeah. It's so like, you're not going to be able to tell. The future is, like, you're not going to be able to tell what's mm-hmm. real and what's not real. Exactly. Oh, just like um, what I sent you on Instagram. Uh, oh, of the um, the influencers. influencers. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! Because mm-hmm. those girls, they're like they 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 look like a real influence out mm-hmm. out there. Like they're beautiful, like anything that you can imagine that you would want in a woman. I guess you could type that in to an AI program and it can spit out whatever photos you're mm-hmm. asking for, right? You could create whole Instagram pages. Isn't that what it, so it was saying that they're doing? They're yeah. making a lot of money, like OnlyFans, all that shit. That's crazy. That's like, you can create an AI character and fucking make millions if people are like super into it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The only thing I think it's lacking though would be video video yeah. yeah i mean it's it's getting close oh but then they're, they're doing they're... like cgi now too right yeah. ai you can it... ask it to make fucking videos and stuff too i think they have partial videos because i know there's um this ai musician or whatever i forget her name she's on instagram but like yeah she's famous and like making money people have uh who is it uh not cardi b she's another rapper can't remember but um yeah she made a song with her it's just like like it was the ai that did that programmed cardi b's voice into the song or like cardi b actually did the song with her she actually or with did. like oh it's bia bia is the rapper oh okay, okay. i'm like it's not cardi b it's like has a b in there <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, she did a song with her. I don't, I didn't actually listen to it, but I know that, um, they were sponsoring it or whatever, um, on her Instagram, because I was looking at it and I was just like, that's so weird, you know? <laughs> hmm. But, yeah, no, I'm, I, they're making, like, full-on famous Drake songs, and it's not even Drake that's making the music. Mm-hmm. But that's cool that, like, a rapper would want to do a song with AI. It's like, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. You know? I feel like that's the best way, you know? Because, like, even everything with Hollywood that's going on. And oh, like, yeah. And the yeah. Uh, strikes. Mm-hmm. The writer strikes. <laughs> wow. I don't know. It's, it's a time more than ever when I feel like flaws and, like, passion and, like, emotion are going to be welcomed yeah more than anything because yeah in this whole realm of ai where you you know it's just like literally fake people (laughs) you know and you don't know who is actually human and it's nice when you do see someone with flaws and you're like yeah this is this is real life this is reality Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know what's going on in the world but it's like they're trying to break down what we think reality is Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's crazy (laughs) it's crazy world we'll be living in right now actually i think after 2020 
And then they were like, the world's going to end. And it, it just shifted. Because it's like uh, everybody, I feel like, has some kind of new understanding of what they think the world is after that shit that happened. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because, like, um, like, how the mayans predicted that the world was gonna end um yeah they could have just translated it fucking yeah you know what i mean and i've heard people say that is like they translated it wrong to 2020 instead like it's supposed to be 2020 and like a lot of people actually believe like it wasn't an end necessarily but like a shift you know like a transformation new beginning Mm -hmm. i've heard I've heard things about 2020, and that's what it was supposed to shift into yeah. some new... I don't remember. Just some fucking conspiracy videos on TikTok, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, um. yeah. But yeah, that's what I feel like. We're coming into a new world, and, like, one part of the world's going to shift this way, and then one part of the world's going to shift this way. Like, I feel like some people are going back home to themselves and to, like, humanity, and some people are going the exact opposite direction. <laughs> what's the opposite direction is that ai yeah i guess pretty (laughs) much ai like you see a lot of these guys now who they're not even like they're not interested in women or having female relationships because they're getting that like outsourced from like ai and OnlyFans and uh like the robots the the sex dolls you know yeah like <laughs> i feel like the future they're gonna have some pretty crazy looking sex dolls that are pretty pretty similar to a human being it's yeah. just not gonna give you the same things that an actual woman would mm-hmm. probably be like a sex robot doll like just moves and you know does stuff does what you want That's, i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> it's not the same you know it's not the same human connection you know it's a false yeah there's something different about mm-hmm that connection when you're with somebody Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty something to look forward to you know like for humanity yeah i mean not it's real not just like sex but like the connection you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like the emotional connection the imperfections the yeah all that stuff it all makes it makes you realize you're just human you know, and, and this person is too, and we're in it together. Right. And AI, it's like, it's empty, you know? Yeah. I mean, not that I would know, but well, like... Well, yeah, I don't know with the whole ChatGPT AI thing. It could probably be like that movie, Her. Or is it She? Oh, Her. Yeah, with like the with, little... With, um, what was the his dollar name? Is it Joaquin Phoenix? No, he mm-hmm. like it's like an Alexa, isn't it, or something? And he's like has com has conversations with this AI bot and falls in love with the AI bot. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Sounds crazy though. I yeah, I think I've seen something about that on Instagram, but I never never seen it. But um, her, I think it's her. I don't know. Then I must not know what the name of the movie is. I don't know, <laughs> but. Um, it's about, like, this doll, but they implant AI into her, or whatever, to, like, make her really smart and, like, help kids learn. Basically, to kind of be, like, um, be able to be there for, like, a a child, like, to, um, be a friend and to, like, help teach it stuff and, you know, all this. And then, 
Um, and at one point, I think her mom tells her to protect her daughter or whatever, and then she just, like, starts going psycho and, <laughs> you know, going, like, overboard of protecting her, like, even against, like, the mom of what she feels is right or not. Or actually, she's not the mom. I think she's, like, the sister because her, her parents died is what happened. Oh. And, um, she uh, she was working on, on this doll, and then that's why uh, they were able to give it to her because she was, like, the prototype. So it was, like, the first oh. time for them to try that. Yeah, crazy movie. <laughs> hmm. I've never seen that movie. So then I don't know what the name of the movie that I watched was. The fuck? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds crazy, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's a real thing at this point. You know, people, people before AI have... You know, they've been falling in love with, like, the Eiffel Tower and, like, oh, cars yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah, so My Strange like, Addiction and, like, uh-huh. they're making out with cars and stuff. But, yeah, I guess it does happen. Mm-hmm. But also, at the same time, do you feel like these things, like, I don't know, I treat my car like it's living, kind of. Like, it, it's my... Yeah. It's my... My thing that helps me get around, but it's also, I don't know, I named it my car (laughs) i know it's not like real but i kind of in my own world i guess i make it well i think it has an energy in some way you know because it takes on like kind of your energy and your perception of it and you leave off your energy in a car too Mm -hmm. okay that makes sense so i feel like in that way it makes it real but it's still not you know, it's not a real human. in your reality, I guess, yeah. because it's your your energy and what you're feeling in that moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like, I do believe it can take on an energy, but I feel like it's a reflection of your energy. It's not necessarily its own its own energy. Yeah. It's just what people have left on it. You know, maybe that's what AI yeah. like when you're communicating with AI, you're you're giving it parts of you and that's how it recognizes who you are. And it takes on parts of it. Like, if you have your own AI doll person partner and it uses, like, AI like that to have conversations with you, it would take on pieces of you, right? Mm -hmm. And it would kind of reflect what you want. And that's what its personality would be, right? Unless it's, like, programmed to be something else, but... Yeah, but I feel like overall it would be programmed to be, like, what you want. And, like, the more that it, like, downloads your personality and your wants and needs, I feel like the more it would kind of, you know, merge with that. But, like, I don't know. In real life, you know, sometimes you end up with someone who, like, has way different interests and beliefs and, like, you know, challenges you. Oh, yeah, you. challenges you. And it's, like, I don't know, it's different rather than something that's, like, oh, it's perfect. You know, it's, like... Yeah, because you really mm-hmm. don't want somebody who's exactly like you. Because mm-hmm. you're like, shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, there's no growth. Like, how are you going to grow if you're, like, the same? You know, there's yeah. no one to be like, hey, you're being this way. Because you both think the same. So you're not going to be like, yo, you're being immature. Because you're both immature, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just on that subject, like, I don't think AI can ever be truly comparable to human consciousness like yeah it can get close it can imitate us but it can't ever be the same you know just a different form 
yeah a form form. created by what we think reality is Mm -hmm. because it could be something completely different in like 30 years yeah this is true this is true i mean at that point i don't know who knows who knows how it'll transform from there but yeah i don't know i don't know what the new technology that's that they're working on is but I would imagine it's going to be pretty crazy because yeah. it's already been pretty crazy from from when we were young till now. We grew up with technology, but we watched it transform into what it is now. Mm-hmm. And kids now, they're they're growing up with this crazy technology and they know it already. Yeah. And they're uh, understanding it like I can't even they're going to be the ones that are creating all the new shit and they're going to have like a whole new idea of what the possibilities will be mm-hmm. because we didn't think that when we were growing up because we barely had the technology we barely had the internet barely yeah. had google <laughs> barely so i don't know and i feel like we're pretty young still mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely different because i feel like kids now they have a lot more knowledge at their fingertips like they can look up so much and like a lot of kids are like so savvy with computers and they know oh, yeah. all these tricks and everything and they're, like they're they're teaching us shit now mm-hmm. like okay i didn't know this right <laughs> thank you you little five-year-old <laughs> yeah like there's some young kids who are like you know they're like software developers and shit because like they're just you know constantly doing it from like a young age but at the same time like a lot of us in our generation when we grew up you know we got to like play outside and like you know discover things yeah in, like, that, that way nowadays like, you gotta force these kids to go outside mm-hmm. and it's i don't know it's like two different ways of growing up and i feel like i don't know kids now yeah they have a lot more knowledge but they don't really get to explore yeah outside of their their home out of their comfort zone and the imagination that comes with that exploring Mm -hmm. exactly we so when you're outside and you've got nothing to do but like hang out with your friends and play like you have to have an imagination to be able to like make games and Mm -hmm. just play you know yeah but if you're not playing the same way i don't know yeah, the creativity is going to come through in a different way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope so, because I feel like a lot of kids are growing up more on, like, the left brain side, you know? Which I feel like, I don't know, our our childhood was kind of more in the middle. Maybe a little bit more right brain. Like, we get to, like, go outside and, like, play. We got stuff, the best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it's not healthy to be on just one end of the spectrum, you know? Like, I don't know, it's good to go outside and make connections and, you know, play with other kids, you know, fall, scrape your knee, you know, (laughs) just be a kid. (laughs) And then it's also like, I don't know how big cats and like animals like they play fight. And that's that's for a reason. It's in order for them to gain those instincts of like, you know, how to fight or like how to roll, how to like be more agile. Whereas now people like they're not going to be as physical you know i mean some are i'm not saying like all kids but like majority of them i feel like aren't getting like that physical and emotional experience yeah like we got oh and i i bet 
COVID really fucked that up for these kid, these young kids that were in school and all mm-hmm. that when that happened, and they were forced to be inside for so long. Yeah. I don't know. My coworker was telling me about um, her kids being in school, and I just just like I couldn't imagine twenty twenty being in school and well not being in school, you know, mm-hmm. and trying to do school from not not actually being there because you're like. You're kind of learning how to, like, socialize and stuff. Yeah, at that age. And then, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I probably would have liked it when I was young as a kid, you know? Oh, yeah, like, oh, right. I get to stay home. But yeah. after so long, you get kind of bored, you know? You start missing your friends and, like... Yeah, and you don't realize that, like, these these are these are things you need to learn how to do when you're young because when you're young you think you know everything yeah you know like i just want to hang out with my friends and do stuff but actually like learning how to socialize and have friends and do stuff and go out into the world and stuff but when you're like locked up in your house at a young age i feel like that was just kills kills the socializing skills and all that Mm -hmm. what were we talking about though I don't remember why we got on that topic. Um, we are just talking about, like, AI and, like, how we grew up versus, like, oh, how yeah. kids now are growing up. It's kind of totally Sorry, different. people. I, uh, we smoked a little devil's lettuce before <laughs> we uh, started the podcast. <laughs> little devil's lettuce. <laughs> Man, uh-huh. I, uh, back in the day when weed was, like, first legalized in in Colorado, there was, like, a shit ton of memes that came out, and I remember, like, the first ones that started coming out about the devil's lettuce. Yeah. I remember this one of, like, Spongebob and the devil's... I don't, I don't even remember what the meme was, but it was so fucking hilarious, and after that, I just said the devil's lettuce from then on. <laughs> I was like, it's the devil's lettuce. Devil's lettuce. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. People think it's so evil, but, I mean, it does a lot to help, you know? It's, like, not even just getting people high but like no i mean like expanding your whole thought process mm-hmm. i don't know your whole consciousness i don't know it's just very i think it's been very beneficial but like if you're at a an age where it's like you know gonna help you yeah legal age <laughs> yeah um but yeah that's another thing is like nature it's like i don't know yeah, I don't know why people hate it so much. It, like, literally grows that way. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is just smoke it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> or eat it. But mm-hmm. Or use it as a tincture. Yeah, it's, it's are such amazing. an amazing plant. And I don't understand why people are so against it. Yeah. And its benefits. I mean, it was demonized for, like, so long, you know, and it's finally, you know, out there. Coming around, people are starting to realize. But at the same time, it's just, like, I don't know. Like, I would like to grow my own versus just buy it because I just feel like. Yeah. The I mean, you never know. Shit. Yeah. Excuse me. You never know. Yeah. Because I feel like the chemicals and shit that they put in it and, like, the way that they they cultivate it anymore, like, it's all based on, like, THC levels and not, like. Yeah. Like, the actual plant mm-hmm. itself. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like even weed that I smoke now versus weed that I smoked like five years ago like i feel like i get really high like really fast and just yeah like, <laughs> like right away uh-huh. and it, mm-hmm. i remember when i first started smoking like you take a couple puffs and then all of a sudden like it would creep up on you mm-hmm. a little bit before it like boom hits you 
Yeah. Weed nowadays is, is different, you know? I don't know. I feel like when they legalize a lot of the things like that, I feel like it's because they take control of it to make their own. That's true. That's very kind true. Of narrative. Yeah. Because um, I mean, even when I worked in the in the industry, um, I remember um, one year there was a shortage because they were having all the dispensaries throw out all their their old shit, um, their old weed, in order to. Um, grow new ones so that they could spray it with this stuff. What the shit? And it was they made them get rid of mm-hmm. the weed that they had so they could implement their own weed or their own spray for the weed. Mm-hmm. That is some crazy shit right there. Does yeah. like every every single grower have to spray this stuff on their weed? I believe so. Yeah, like all the dispensaries. I wonder what this is. I'm not sure about the organic ones, but I mean, I'm yeah, they probably do too. But um. Yeah, and that was, like, five years ago? Because, yeah, when I worked at the dispensary at that time, it was, like, it was packed a lot during that summer because, you know, people were, like, they couldn't find any weed. <laughs> like, everyone was, like, having shortages. We were, like, one of the only ones that, like, um, weren't as low. But, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I still remember that. And I think about that, too, when I smoke sometimes because it's just, like, I don't know. Because if... Um, have you heard about the people who are, have been getting like the weed sickness or whatever? Oh yeah. And they, they get the nausea and the... Dude, I, I thought that that was happening to me. Mm -hmm. So I used to get these pens. Um, I don't even remember what brand it was, but it was like one of the cheaper brands of, um, the concentrated, uh, pen and um so i would like you know smoke it pretty much every day I mean, it's very it's very easy to smoke it that often when you have something so accessible as like oils mm-hmm. and stuff but yeah and well not even every day because i remember like when i started to feel nauseous i was like i don't know if it's from the pen or not so i'm gonna take a break and every time i would stop smoking it i would like start to feel better and and i don't know if it was from whatever they're adding into it because it's not it's not just thc that you're burning it's like oils and stuff that they've Mm -hmm. added into it so i don't know if it's from that or if it's from the thc but then i i switched to just smoking flour and it doesn't happen anymore i don't feel nauseous or anything but yeah i've had friends too who have stopped smoking weed completely because they were getting nauseous and throwing up and couldn't i also heard a story about a kid and i don't know if this is propaganda or not or if it's true but um he was smoking weed every day with his friends doing dabs and stuff i wasn't like a big fan of dabs i'd done like twice but this kid was like doing dabs like every day and stuff and he was getting like the nausea and throwing up and he ended up passing away because he couldn't, like, keep enough nutrients in his system because he was throwing up all the time. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> I don't know, though, if it's, like, real or not, but... I mean, I think it could be, because I know the few times I took dabs, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, but is it, from, is it from the THC or is it from whatever they're adding into it? I feel like it's what they're adding into it, and I also feel like concentrated it's so much yeah that's so much thc in one go and like even though like oh yeah you're not supposed to overdose over like you'd have to smoke like two ounces in one day or i think it's pound i don't 
I don't remember right now, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how healthy it is to consume that much THC in like, you know, short, uh, short periods of time, like, you know. But yeah, I feel like that's just too much time or too much THC in a small dose. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I remember um, hearing about uh, this weed show or whatever, um, a weed event. And, like, I guess his kid, he took, like, too many dabs and, like, he, I don't remember. I think he either got knocked out or killed not killed but died um because he passed out from the dab and he like hit his head um so i think he might have died but they're saying like oh weed is like bad for you like because of that um <laughs> but he passed out in his head it's like not like the passing out yeah but like the hitting his head is like kind of yeah probably the worst thing that happened to him <laughs> exactly but I don't know. And then also with dabs, I feel like the butane. Oh, yeah. The butane is really bad. Um, and then also, um, I think, yeah, they, I think they use butane to mix it depending on oh, yeah, some the actual of them, dabs. They show the ingredients mm-hmm. of what they use to uh, extract the THC. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do see butane on there. Yeah. Sometimes, like, they use ice or it's, like, ice hash or, like, I don't know. It's other, other ways to do it, but... Um, like the cheaper ones, like majority of them are made with like butane and like other chemicals and shit, which, yeah, I don't think it's healthy to smoke that. (laughs) Yeah. Probably not like in the amount that people are actually doing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The people who are getting sick and stuff. Yeah. Because when I was starting to feel nauseous, I was smoking that pen pretty often because it was so easy, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And then you're like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and there's pens and stuff that i've like not smoked also because of that because i've not- noticed it starts to have like this weird effect on me like i'll get a headache yeah. or, like, you know and you know it's not from the thc because when you smoke the regular flower it doesn't do stuff like that mm-hmm. so it has to be from the oils and stuff that they're putting into it yeah. But, but anyways, we were talking about how good it is, <laughs> how beneficial the plant is. But it is still for a lot of things. Like, I think it's helped me overcome a lot of my social anxiety, too, that mm-hmm. I've had in the past. Helps you, it, like, brings your anxieties to the surface. And then you have to, like, either overcome them because I know a lot of people have talked about, like, having bad trips and stuff while they've smoked, mm-hmm. but um, I think it's, like, where you're where you're at mentally is how you're going to have, like, your experience. But, yeah, I think it really did help me, though, overcome certain traumas and stuff. Yeah, well, I think it's also the intention of how you use it, you yeah. know? Because if you do, you know, sit down and you're, like, you know, you're putting attentions on how you want to receive, like, the effects that it gives. It's different than just, you know, sitting down and smoking it just to get high. Yeah. I mean, that's nice, too, but it's also, um, you know, not only your intentions, but your emotions at the time, your your state of mind. And for that reason, like, certain times when I'm feeling too sad or when I'm feeling too angry, 
like I've always um I've always just skipped like smoking weed like yeah. I won't I won't smoke it for that reason because I know it's gonna enhance those emotions and I'm just gonna have anxiety and it's just gonna make everything worse yeah you know? yeah <laughs> so no I feel that yeah I definitely don't like doing that either because it really does you just focus on whatever it is you're thinking about or whatever happened to you that you're so angry about or whatever but but yeah coming into it with like what you're what you want out of uh, the experience yeah. is pretty awesome like even just like sitting down with a group of like a small group of friends and just you know smoking like having an experience together is different than um like just smoking by yourself Mm -hmm. different experiences and i think they're both beneficial yeah i think it's nice when you you know smoke with people you're you're friends with and you're you know comfortable around and just like you know you just vibe you know (laughs) yeah have crazy crazy conversations Mm -hmm. that are pretty awesome yeah those are the type of conversations that like you're up till like three o'clock in the morning yeah talking (laughs) just on one yeah Mm. but yeah i don't know just in general i feel like not only like weed and thc i feel like they're going after like all plants like that you know oh yeah Mm -hmm. anything that can give you any kind of benefits <laughs> yeah uh, like uh. benefits or any kind of like experience mm-hmm. i wanted my drink <laughs> but yeah like um if you're watching like tiktoks or instagram or whatever you'll see people talk about how like um earlier i seen an instagram reel where it was talking about how like strawberries are um mostly pesticides like if you squeeze out the juice it's like mostly pesticides you could even use it as um, a pesticide pesticide? for other plants because it's so concentrated which i'm like i love strawberries it sucks you know (laughs) it's i don't know no it it makes you think like what other foods they pretty much put pesticides on everything that we Mm -hmm. eat so (laughs) if you are what you eat are we pesticides are we like freaking poisoning ourselves pretty much and you wonder why there's like spikes of people you know getting fucking cancer and like all these other crazy diseases bro throughout history Mm -hmm. of when they started using pesticides till now there's Mm -hmm. been like i bet they have a bunch of information they just don't look at it in the correct ways yeah and then even now like not only like the plants but like with processed foods because like i know for one thing like um like those noodles i brought over that one time like they're pretty good but i noticed like after a while like whenever i eat them like afterwards i just feel like shit you know, yeah, like, my dude. stomach hurts and my throat hurts. Like, my, I feel like I'm going to get, like, a cold or something after I eat it. And it's, like, so weird. And coming from you being a vegan, like, you have a lot of products out there that are over-processed. Like, saying that they're vegan. And they are vegan, but they're not necessarily good for you. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like it's a hard line to draw as a vegan. Because I feel like a lot of vegans, like, they switch over and they're like... 
um, you know, they have a bad time. But then, like, if you look at what they eat, it's, like, a lot of processed foods, you know. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong. I'm guilty of eating a lot of processed foods, too, sometimes. But, like, I also... Oh, yeah, so am I. But I try not to. Yeah, like, I try and, like, drink some fruit juice. And I try and have, like, my my protein, shri- my protein shake with, like, uh, mushrooms and stuff. And, like, I prefer to eat, like, actual plants, you know, something that came from the earth. And, like, when I eat it, if I feel so good after. And, like, I feel good eating it. Like, if... And not only that, but, like, it's usually delicious, you know? It's, Mm -hmm. like, just fresh and just, Mm -hmm. mm, you know? Yeah. Versus, like, eating a a processed, like, vegan burger or a processed, you know, regular burger. Like, you might, you know, it's, like, it's pretty good in the moment. And then afterwards, you're, like, oh. Feeling like shit. I feel like shit. I want to go take a nap and, you know, take something for my stomach. Now my stomach hurts, you know? Yeah, but I feel like it's, like, our population is so big. How are they supposed to feed everyone natural stuff? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. not, like, saying that, like, they couldn't, but, like, is there enough? How would we, like, make it to where people would be able to just eat good? You know what I mean? Like, why... Because it's factory farming. That's why we have to use pesticides because they can't, like, monitor all their plants Mm -hmm. the way that they would if it was a small farm. So they have to use pesticides. But it's because of the large population that they have to feed. But, like, how do you change that? I don't know. I mean, back in the day, like, most people had, like, their own farms or grow their own food. or Yeah, they had their own, like, ecosystem of... They made cheese from their cow, and they had chickens, and they had they grew their own plants, and it was like a process of the whole farm for their family, and everybody mm-hmm. like did stuff like that. But it's because of cities and stuff, you know. Yeah, cause um, I don't know. I read somewhere that during that whole time they kind of had. Um, I think it's when they opened the city. I don't I can't remember the details, but basically they encourage people to like move and like sell their farms or like get rid of their farms and like their um their gardens and stuff in order to like come to the city and like work jobs instead. And um yeah, that was a big movement and like now we are, here we are today where you know, majority of people, they don't grow their own food. <laughs> they go to the grocery store. Dude, they don't even know how to or mm-hmm. where their food that they eat now comes from. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, some people don't even cook their own food anymore. You know, they just go to That's like true. McDonald's and shit. Well, you know, when you live in poverty and you work all day, you got kids, you don't feel like cooking when you get home. It's easy to just go get something cheap. Mm-hmm. Something cheap and fast. And it makes yeah. sense, but, you know. Yeah, it's, it does, but. It's why they did it that yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, the, the stuff that they, 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 they're so concerned about a profit that they don't even care what they're feeding to people. Mm-mm. They don't. And it's sad. But, I mean, if you think about the food industry, like, the food in, industry and the pharma industry, are like this, you know, because the more people you make sick, yeah. the more people go to the doctor. The more people go to the doctor, the more you prescribe them these 
these medicines and shit that they continually have to take and come back for because it doesn't it doesn't cure it it just fucking uh you know alleviates the symptoms a little bit it doesn't treat yeah it alleviates one symptom Mm -hmm. by also giving you 12 more symptoms that come (laughs) along with it it's like like those fucking crazy commercials that they got on tv it's like take ask you ask your doctor about this blah 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 and then the the symptoms are like symptoms may include like all fast so you can't hear what Uh they are it's like why would i even take this if it's not even helping me it's true though like um i don't know i remember when i was like 15 um i went to the dentist and i got all of my wisdom teeth removed which like i don't know now they say you're not supposed to do or at least like spiritual people say you're not supposed to um but basically anyway um wait why do they say that um because they say that your teeth are connected to like each part of your body and like um i think the wisdom teeth are supposed to be like connected like spiritually to you like Hmm, maybe that's why they call them wisdom teeth wisdom just kidding sorry get back to the story this is true i just wanted to know um to call it but yeah and then after i got them um they gave me this medicine to take but basically they gave me these pills they're like well these pills are gonna make you vomit so in order to take these pills you have to take this medicine which that medicine was actually um i forgot the word for it is but it's basically when you have to insert it anally (laughs) (laughs) you're like a no (laughs) yeah and so i was like no i mean i took it well i didn't take it i tried it and i was like i can't do this and so i just (laughs) i suffered through the pain dude i was like fuck that (laughs) you know and um but yeah it's just crazy how like some medicines they'll be give you some side effect and then you have to take another medicine to you know take away those side effects and then it's like how many fucking side effects are there because it's I'm sure it doesn't end with those. I'm sure it's like some things aren't just in the short term. No. And and these things are known though. Like the pharmaceutical companies know about everything that they're given to you. They know what it does to you and they don't care. Yeah. Because like they fucking sold our parents and our parents' parents on like you need to take medicine. It's going to help you get better. You know, and it's it's not like what your body needs. Yeah. It doesn't even recognize what it is that you're taking sometimes. Mm-hmm. and then a lot of the medicines that do work like um or like are more i don't know a lot of the medicines now are or some of them are actually formed from natural like plants they so, all have to be yeah so like a lot of them like like that was the origin of them like they have um I guess not even plants, just, like, all things. Because I know there's this one crystal... Uh, what's it called? Cherite? I don't know. I can't remember, but it's purple, and it's, like, kind of has flaky parts, like mica. And it has um, natural uh, lithium? Not lithium. It's batteries. Um, I can't remember. You gotta recall. pull out the Google. Yeah, I gotta pull out the Google. Um, 
basically it's the same ingredient that is in um, anti-anxiety medicine wow and like this crystal is supposed to relieve people of like anxiety and help them calm down and stuff um but yeah it just shows like you know the source of those things is like does the same shit (laughs) you know yeah well they have to get it from somewhere right mm-hmm. so when they found out that this plant does this and when you combine this plant with this plant it does this but at the same time couldn't you just find a way of consuming the plant to help you like the the indigenous tribes in like the amazon they they know shit about the forest and how it helps you and and like the different plants and stuff so mm-hmm. it's like yeah they have I was lapidolite. That's what it's called. (laughs) Lapidolite. (laughs) Let me see. Um, But yeah, just like even shamans and stuff, like they, some of them say like, you know, it's not even from experience. It's just like, they're like told like when they meditate and stuff. It's like they, you know. Like how they got the combination of plants for ayahuasca. Yes. (laughs) It's like, how did you learn about it? Oh, okay, it is lithium. I was right. Um, the the lepid, lepid, lepidolite. I can't pronounce this. The, the lepidolite crystal contains a high amount of lithium, which is also used in anti-anxiety medication. It doesn't require prescription, and side effects include a sense of calm and tranquility during times of stress and chaos. <laughs> right, and look at the symptoms from the anxiety medication that you're taking. I bet it has, like, 20 other symptoms added on to yeah. it. And when all you had to do was just get this one crystal, and then you'd be good to go. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say, like, I don't know, that some people don't need medicine, because I'm sure some people, like, Oh, no, both so my parents, far, like i i love the pharmaceutical industry and i hate it at the same time mm-hmm. you know what i mean because both of my parents get medication that they need like yeah. they need it exactly but i feel like at the same time they're the ones like working with the food industry who kind of created those problems in yeah order to right treat anyway yeah it's like our grandparents were lied to about like the food that they were feeding their kids and it's probably led to a lot of the diabetes like my dad has diabetes and like a lot of my family members have diabetes yeah it's crazy it's like how did this come come to be because it wasn't something that was so prevalent before processed foods mm-hmm. yeah i know it's crazy because um a lot of my family has health issues like that too like diabetes heart attacks cancer like you know you name it and um so far i've struck it lucky on all of that um i mean i before when i was eating unhealthy like i started to feel like the effects and stuff and that's when i started to become like more conscious like about what i ate because i'm like i don't want to feel like this i don't want to you know like kill my body (laughs) you know i don't want to die slowly because i've seen people do that and it like I feel like it's not only horrible to see, but it's only, it's like horrible to experience as well, you know? Yeah, it, it doesn't just make you feel bad, like, physically. It makes you feel bad mentally, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, and, like, I don't know, I've seen this quote before that says, um, I think it's 
medical conditions um don't run in families uh eating habits do that is fucking true Mm -hmm. that is true and yeah i think yeah it's definitely true because like um even looking at what my my grandma and my my grandpa are like eight like that generation and stuff um like i feel like it affected them a lot not only that like i feel like stress and like emotions is also another huge factor besides yes, food but, yes, yes. but like nowadays um like food is a huge factor like you can you know try and do everything right and then it's like you eat wrong and you know or vice versa you eat right and you do everything right but like spiritually and mentally you're you know you're manifesting like sickness on yourself because yeah yeah and that could be added too to the whole (laughs) conspiracy of keeping us sick Mm -hmm. so that um, you can't like make a profit on products that aren't selling so you have to have sickness in order to sell them Mm -hmm. there's a a quote i can't remember exactly what it is i think it's um first they sell you the problem and then they sell you the solution that's fucking true Mm -hmm. you know and that's how they make their money and that's how the fucking cycle goes on and on and on but i don't know sometimes you have to change the cycle you have to try something different you have to listen to your body and your mind and your emotions and find a way to you know try to become the healthiest version that you can be you know the world don't care (laughs) if you're healthy or not no the the world wants you unhealthy yeah in every way and what do you think about the placebo effect placebo effect i because you know when they do placebo studies they give them medication and they tell them that they're taking this medication to help them feel some type of way right and Mm -hmm. some of them are just sugar pills and these people that were on the placebo effect had better results than the people that were actually taking the medicine it's like you don't even realize what your mind can do for Mm -hmm. you yeah, I think it's just proof that mind over matter is, like, the strongest of all, you know? Because if you believe something's going to work, it will. Yeah, right? Like, mm-hmm. I am, like, a big advocate for just being optimistic. Because, mm-hmm. like, you, you're not, you're not going to get anywhere unless you believe that you can. Exactly. So... Um, and I feel like that's how you make a bad situation worse, you know, you, you stress on it and you feed those emotions and you're just like, ah, blah, you know, and like, it's, it's fine to feel your emotions, but if you stay in those emotions, you're going to get stuck there. And it's like, once you feel it, you have to move on. Otherwise you're just, you know, you're just staying stuck for no reason. And they say like, um, they say like how, when you're in a bad mood and like you walk and you know your shirt gets stuck on the door or yeah like, and then it pisses you off even yeah. more <laughs> if, if you realize <laughs> your feelings in the moment mm-hmm. and you understand that you can control your feelings mm-hmm. 
-hmm. you'll have a different outcome exactly every time because it shapes your reality you know it draws more of that energy to you yeah that is Mm -hmm. so true but yeah like i don't know i think people don't give enough credit to their mindset I feel like so many people, they get sad. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I had a thought. Oh, good. Keep going. What's your thought? I kind of forgot already. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, when they're sad or when they're mad or like, and they hold on to it, sometimes it can become like anxiety and stuff. And I feel like instead of searching those emotions and wondering why you feel that way i feel like some people just look for a way to cure it you know they just look for a quick fix and they don't want to dive into it they don't want to like you know go about the ways that you know would require you to actually look and feel those things like in the moment i feel like these people have like a very skewed perception of what reality is though Mm -hmm. because if you believe because they, they, t- they say that people who are into plants and, you know, growing their own stuff, they're, like, it's all hoodoo and, like, that's, like, herbal medicine is not real medicine, yeah. is what they say. And that's and bullshit. For real. <laughs> and that actual, like, medicine is going to help you, but I don't know. I think they're... they're perception is skewed because they've been taught these things for so long that they believe that these medicines that they're taking are really you know well i mean you know some medicines yeah but i'm just saying like i don't under like their their reality is different from how we think exactly Mm, i don't know you're you're not going to get anywhere like living like that, being disconnected from yourself and from the universe, you know, which I feel like that's a big part of it is like a lot of people don't believe in anything nowadays. They don't believe in themselves. They don't believe, you know, in the power of nature or the power of the universe. They don't. Yeah, the power of nature. <laughs> which again, like brings us back to like the pro-human consciousness or pro-AI consciousness, which I think is also like not... um like pro i don't know like false reality i don't know uh can't think of a word isn't it false reality like um how i know what you're talking about yeah like pseudo pseudo um consciousness i guess it's just like basically the opposite ends of the spectrum you know again (laughs) which is like you know some people are getting closer to the nature and some people are getting farther away some people Mm -hmm. are you know becoming closer to like their spiritual self and some people are going you know and just you know living in a false reality like just watching tv and just like watching the news and just you know not looking into into their heart for things they're just in the mind and even then it's not like their thoughts it's like whatever the world 
puts on them you know it's other people's thoughts and yeah like the world's thoughts and they yeah, just take that because everybody own. is so concerned about what people are thinking about you instead of what you think about yourself mm-hmm. and like i don't know i feel like like even growing up you some people don't realize that it's not so that some beliefs aren't necessarily theirs it's just what's fed to you yeah it was someone else's beliefs that you took as your own and then you never actually you know dove into what it is what is it that you believe what is it that you want you know we're so stuck with someone else's idea of what yeah is supposed to be for us when finally when you grow up I mean, you probably, like, still us at this moment, probably. Our uh, ideas will change, but compared to how I thought when I was younger, for sure, like, I have more of an understanding now. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, that all comes with time and experience. And I think that's why people who suffer have so many more experiences and so much more life experience than people who don't, and it makes them more open-minded, I feel like. Yeah. makes you grow you know i mean you're forced to grow it can i guess if you if you allow it yeah yeah and some people it just doesn't work out that way and i'm not sure why but yeah i mean i guess it's just i think it's whether you realize your power and your control over yourself in the situation you know because otherwise if you just victimize yourself you're gonna be the victim exactly you're You're a victim of your own thoughts Mm mm-hmm and like I don't know, trust me. Like I know it's hard to get caught up in your emotions and to, yes. you know, just feel that. And it's so easy just to, you know, not even be able to like think about anything else. But if you focus on like, oh, like none of that matters. Like what matters is you and how you take care of yourself and all that. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, shit's gonna happen, and you know. You can only control how you react to it, you know. And then again, you can make a bad situation worse or you can make a bad situation into a lesson and learn from it and grow from it and, you know, be able to empower others with that. Hell yeah. I think we should end that there on that. Love yourself. Mm -hmm. Love other people. Yeah. And so next episode, we'll talk about meow. 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 We'll talk some meow. We'll talk some more about um, self-love and, um, yeah, mind state and how that can go into uh, changing your reality.